So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, today we're gonna go ahead with a solve for Happy by Mo Godet. Um, so we're we actually not gonna go ahead, but we're gonna start with this book, and it is a book about um, happiness, and I really am looking forward to that. Um, it seems to be a little bit of a scientific approach to the whole ha happiness thing, and or mathematical approach to it, uh, but we're gonna see, you know, we're gonna see what's gonna come, and we're gonna, um, ev whatever, evaluate. Or something. I don't know. Uh, Solve for Happy by Mo Gavre, book summary review and key ideas. As always, the link to this summary is going to be down in the description and also in the show notes if you are on the podcast. Uh, actually, a pretty cool cover there. You know, actually pretty nice. Synopsis. Uh, Mo Gaudet is a remarkable thinker and the chief business officer at Google's X, an elite team of engineers that compromise... Uh, that comprises Google's futuristic dream factory. Applying his superior skills of logic and problem-solving to the issue of happiness, he proposes an algorithm based on a, an understanding of how the brain takes in and processes joy and sadness. Then he solves for happy. In 2001, Mo that realized that despite his incredible success, he was desperately unhappy. A lifelong learner, he attacked the problem as an engineer would, examining all the provable facts and scrupulous applying logic. Um, I should probably do this. Eventually, his countless hours of research and science proved successful and he discovered the equation for permanent happiness. 13 years later, Mo's algorithm would be put to the ultimate test. After the sudden death of his son, Ali, Mo and his family turned to his equation and it saved them from despair. In dealing with the horrible loss, Mo found his mission. He would pull off the type of... What the fuck? Um, moonshot gold that he and his colleagues were always aiming for. He would share his equation with the world and help as many people as possible become happier. In Solve for Happy, Mo questions some of the most fundamental aspects of our existence, shares the underlying reasons for suffering and plots out a step-by-step process for achieving lifelong happiness and enduring contentment. He shows us how to view life through a clear lens, teaching us how to dispel the illusions that could uh, that cloud our thinking. Not could, but cloud. Overcome the brain's blind spots and embrace five ultimate truths. And this is by Audible. If you enjoy my summary, please consider buying me a coffee. So donate, blah, 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 blah. Opening thoughts. I'm not sure how this ended up in my list, maybe from Audible recommendations, but I also saw it recently in Tim Ferriss' weekly Friday newsletter after I had bought this book. So it was an interesting coincidence. I figured while being in isolation, it is a good thing to read about happiness to hopefully hatch off any feelings of sadness, loneliness, and also isolation. Keynotes. Part 1, Chapter 1, Setting Up the Equation. Everyone speaks... Everyone seeks happiness as much as they seek air to breathe. It is that feeling where everything seems right and you wouldn't mind if time stood still. We search for happiness when we realize it has always been inside us, a design feature. Success is not an essential prerequisite to happiness. The easiest way to spend 10,000 hours doing something to become great at it, doing something that makes you happy, whatever it is we do in our lives should directly solve for happy. Document your own list of things that make you happy. I feel happy when, and then complete the sentence. Uh, writing this list 
actually makes you happy and uh, he does this weekly to reinforce an attitude of gratitude. Happiness happens when life seems to be going your way. You feel happy when life behaves the way you want it to. The opposite is true. Unhappiness is when you, your reality does not match your hopes and also expectations. Happiness, your perception of the events of your life, your expectations of how life should, ha- should behave. It's not the event that makes us unhappy. It is the way we think about it that does. Which is very stoic, um, but it is still the case. Um, the funny thing is that they have figured it out like 2000 years ago or something. But anyway, um, when we choose to let our painful thoughts and suffering to linger and ruminate in our kinds, the more we make ourselves needlessly suffer. Happiness starts with a conscious choice. Well, yeah. Chapter 2, 6, 7, 5. Fun is a painkiller because it mimics happiness by switching off the excessive thinking that overwhelms our brains for a while. With no thought, we rerun to our default childlike state, which seems to be happiness. Fun, gratifying things we seek to give us that painkiller leads uh, to us always striving for more extreme painkillers. Yeah. Set a daily quota of fun, positive activities as a happiness supplement. Well, for me, it's actually riding my bike. Um, I do often ride my bike and I'm probably also going to ride my bike today after I've recorded this. Um, But the problem is that... The problem is that I... When I come home from riding my bike, I feel bad again. And uh, I can't ride my bike all the time. You know, I can't do this the whole day long. It's just... I'm not able to do so. I hope that it's not going to rain, by the way. Um... So I feel like, you know, I'm going to ride my bike, you know, I have something to do. And then I, after like one or two hours and I'm kind of just done, uh, I get back home and I feel like, well, what's up now? You know, what should I do now? And um, not a great feeling at all. Uh, something that's not too amazing, but still, uh, yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? Anyway. Just an interesting thought around that. Uh, it's, more, it's actually more or less like a painkiller. And, you know, it's going to come back, you know. But, but yeah. Anyway. Joy is when thoughts are no longer even needed because the analysis has ended and the equation has permanently been solved. I see. The gravity of the battle means nothing to those at peace. Tattoo on his son's back. The gravity of the battle means nothing to those at peace. True joy is to be in harmony with life exactly how it is. Joy is attaining uninterrupted happiness. Um, I do want to point out, true joy is to be in harmony with life exactly how it is, which just leads back to how you think about life. And if you think that you are in harmony with life, then you should be happy. So... It indeed is kind of you are making yourself happy because if you accept your situation, if you are just um, in harmony with the place you are at by consciously thinking about it and thinking like, well, everything is fine and or just accepting it and and whatnot. uh, Yeah, then, you know, we are in control of our own happiness, aren't we? You know, we are anyway, but you know what I mean? Eliminate six illusions, fix the seven blind spots and hang on to five ultimate truths. 
Part two, Grand Illusions. Chapter three. Okay, you know, there is nothing. Chapter why chapter oh chapter three a dead little voice in your head the illusion of thought you're not your thoughts those thoughts are there to serve you and up to you to act upon you are the boss who tells you what to do not your thoughts three types of thought um, that our brain produces insightful used in problem solving experiential focused on a task at hand and the third is a narrative so chatter Observe the dialogue of your thoughts. Your brain can be primed just by bringing a thought into your consciousness. The easiest way to become happy is just to be happy. Remove the unhappy thought, replace it with a happy one, and let the rest take care of it. Um, you know, once again, easily said, uh, not that easily done. Um, but but essentially, yeah. Essentially, yeah. You know, replacing a negative thought with a positive one is ultimately gonna do good to you. You know, it's not gonna be bad. It's not gonna be okay. It's gonna be good for you. You know, having good thoughts, having happy thoughts, having positive thoughts in your head is always gonna be a good thing. Yeah, compared to just not having them in your head. So, yeah, but still, it is like, you know, you just be happy. You know, it's, it's not good advice. It's not good advice. Chapter four, who are you? Reader's note, to sum up the section, he's basically saying that our ego and identity is tied up to our perceived image to the outside world. And we tend to fight to try and hold on to that identity that we have cultivated due to suicidal expectations and pressures. The happiness equation malfunctions completely because the expectation others will buy into our fake image is never satisfied and we feel unhappy. Analogy. Life is like the coffee that people want, but they focus so much on how good-looking the cup is that they stress themselves out if they don't have a fancy cup. What? Life is like the coffee that people want, but they focus so much on how good-looking the cup is that they stress themselves out if they don't have a fancy cup. Oh, if you want to live a stress-free life, ignore the cup and just enjoy the coffee. I do have to think about that then. <laughs> Can't just think about like the meaning of it. Like a Russian doll, you need to remove the layers one by one, trying to distinguish the real you from the roles you have assumed over the years until you find your pure self. As much as you might think so, you're not the star of the movie. Most of what happens around you isn't about you at all. Events are neither good nor bad in the context of the larger perspective. There are infinite numbers of other movies. You were just a supporting actor. Yeah. Which, which by the way, is an insanely interesting thought. There have been a ton of different stories that people are having and you're playing a role in that. Whether it is, you know, all the people that kind of know you, especially I would say in class or something, um, people in class might have recognized something, might have experienced something in class, and you've been there as well. Um, why? Which, uh, I don't know, like, ultimately, it's, it is an interesting thought, it really is. It really is tremendously interesting. Um, fuck, man. You know, I've been part of so many stories, good and bad ones. I'm not happy about the bad ones, and I know that there are bad ones, um, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, 
I think this is already a very interesting book. Um, but yeah. It will rarely help your happiness if you start to look at life this way. That you are the star of the movie, I guess. Chapter 5, what do you know? Real knowledge is to know the extent of one's ignorance. Confucius, yes, indeed. Be an explorer, a seeker of the truth, always ready to admit being wrong in order to continue the quest. Yes, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just, you know, sometimes it might feel off. Sometimes it might feel bad to just be wrong and stuff like that. But ultimately, I want to say, like, you know, what's the point of just trying to really stick to you being right, even though you aren't and stuff like that? Like, why? What's the benefit of that? There is no. Should I go through chapter... Yeah, well, I'm going to go through chapter 6. Does anybody know what time it is? Time is relative per uh, the theory of relativity. Einstein says time and space are connected in a four-dimensional structure called space-time. The pull of gravity actually slows down, so passing by a black hole will slow down time significantly. Time is experienced differently by different people and different cultures. Time plays a big role in perpetuation and creating unhappiness. Yes, happy emotions are mostly anchored in the present moment. Every unhappy or stressful thought exists outside of the here and now, while every observation of the here and now eases you into a peaceful place. When you remove the timestamps from your thoughts, there will be nothing unhappy left to think about. There's a lot of thought-provoking ideas there. I'm not gonna lie, it's insane. If you want to be happy, live in the here and now. Whatever you're upset about is rooted in the past. You cannot change or a future that may turn out to be completely different from what you expect. Which reminds me of a quote by Seneca. We suffer more in imagination than in reality. Because it totally is the case. You know, we do that. Uh, we are suffering a lot based on things that we think are gonna come even though they are not and uh things that we have feared about that are in the future um but obviously there's a lot of things that are in the past and i just thought about it and definitely it is the case if i think about the present and it's like uh i am me i'm, I'm healthy i i uh, have everything that i need i can do whatever i want i do have everything that that a person could wish for to be honest um besides some just minor things but you know when i of course think about the past then there is negativity yeah there is unhappiness leading from that or just coming from that place but yeah so the next time we're gonna go ahead with chapter seven and eight and ongoing uh but yeah um I wish you the best health of happiness and all success and also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person, which is a pretty fucking cool thing as well. Uh, three other things that are, um, that I want to ask you are, why are you here? What are I trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three uh, questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a fucking cool thing. Yeah, uh, the last question is, what could you essentially say to another person that is indeed going to change their life? Because I totally believe that we all can say something and we all can uh, give a compliment or whatever it might be, which is in the end going to make somebody's day ultimately better. But yeah, um, I wish you the best. Please stay healthy and save you and your family. And I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. So bye bye.